August 15th. Today, as we look into the New Testament, we'll be reading from the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 9. You know, we do not have the right to give up our freedom, for that was purchased by Christ. But we do have the freedom to give up our rights. For the sake of winning the lost, Paul gave up his right to receive financial support, and he begged the Corinthians to give up their rights for the sake of the saved. Christian ministry is like fighting a war, caring for a vine, a vineyard, tending a flock, and cultivating a field. Meditate on these images and see what they teach you about serving the Lord. Ministry is stewardship, and the servant must be faithful. Ministers of Christ are also like runners who must keep the rules or be disqualified. And in a few of these verses, we'll see that they call for courtesy and wisdom in witness, not for compromise. I have become all things to all men does not mean Paul had no personal convictions. No, not at all. It means he used his convictions to build bridges, not walls. If he seemed inconsistent, it was only because people did not look deep enough. His one overriding and great desire was to win the lost, and that governed his every decision. It was Howard W. Newton who wrote, Tact is the art of making a point without making an enemy. And with that, let's begin now our reading today in the New Testament. August 15th, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 19, reading through chapter 10, verse 13. This means I, Paul, am not bound to obey people just because they pay me. Yet I have become a servant of everyone so that I can bring them to Christ. When I am with the Jews... I become one of them so that I can bring them to Christ. When I am with those who follow the Jewish laws, I do the same, even though I am not subject to the law, so that I can bring them to Christ. When I am with the Gentiles, who do not have the Jewish law, I fit in with them as much as I can. In this way, I gain their confidence and bring them to Christ. But I do not discard the law of God, I obey the law of Christ." When I am with those who are oppressed, I share their oppression, so that I might bring them to Christ. Yes, I try to find common ground with everyone, so that I might bring them to Christ. I do all this to spread the good news, and in doing so, I enjoy its blessings. Remember that in a race everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize. You also must run in such a way that you will win." All athletes practice strict self-control. They do it to win a prize that will fade away. But we do it for an eternal prize. So I run straight to the goal with purpose in every step. I am not like a boxer who misses his punches. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. I don't want you to forget, dear brothers and sisters, what happened to our ancestors in the wilderness long ago. God guided all of them by sending a cloud that moved along ahead of them, and He brought them all safely through the waters of the sea on dry ground. As followers of Moses, they were all baptized in the cloud and the sea, 
and all of them ate the same miraculous food, and all of them drank the same miraculous water. For they all drank from the miraculous rock that traveled with them, and that rock was Christ. Yet after all this, God was not pleased with most of them, and He destroyed them in the wilderness. These events happened as a warning to us, so that we would not crave evil things as they did or worship idols as some of them did. For the Scriptures say, The people celebrated with feasting and drinking, and they indulged themselves in pagan revelry. And we must not engage in sexual immorality as some of them did, causing twenty-three thousand of them to die in one day. Nor should we put Christ to the test, as some of them did, and then died from snake bites. And don't grumble, as some of them did, for that is why God sent His angel of death to destroy them. All these events happened to them as examples for us. They were written down to warn us, who live at the time when this age is drawing to a close. If you think you are standing strong, be careful, for you too may fall into the same sin. But remember that the temptations that come into your life are no different from what others experience, and God is faithful. He will keep the temptation from becoming so strong that you can't stand up against it. When you are tempted, He will show you a way out so that you will not give in to it. A few years ago, I read a story about a village that was known for its old well right in the center of town. Not just for years, but for generations and for centuries, the people of the village had gone to the same well because it was always faithful to give them water. It was work to get that water out, but it refreshed the people. It provided for the laborers who went out to the fields each day. It was the one thing that the village could rely on. Until one day, a traveler came into the town. And he looked as the people gathered water from the well, and he said, Huh, well, that seems nice, but I've had water that's colder, I've had water that's cleaner, I've had water that's crisper, and I can show you where it is. And some of the young men in the village, their eyes sparkled. Colder water, cleaner water, it sounded amazing. The elders of the village were skeptical, but some of the young men followed this traveler out of town, and for hours they walked. In fact, for days they walked until their mouths were parched. They walked over hills and through valleys until the traveler stopped and said, right here is where I experienced it. Here's where God sent water from heaven, the best water I've ever had. In that moment, the young men really wished they were back home with their parents, their grandparents, in the one place where water could faithfully be found. This week we've been talking about the Holy Spirit. And lots of people wonder where they can find the Holy Spirit, his power, his love, the things he produces in our life. And it's tempting to think of incredible experiences that people have been through as the place to find him. But the scripture actually says no. There is a reliable place where we can always turn and find God's Spirit. Listen to what the Apostle Paul said in 2 Timothy chapter 3. He said, All scripture, every verse in this book, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Every good work. Do you want to be equipped? Do you want to be filled up inside your heart? Then God himself says all you need is all the scripture. The scripture that the Spirit wrote, the scripture that the Spirit gave, 
the scripture that the Spirit will help you to understand. So don't go searching somewhere for the Holy Spirit. Search for him in the place that he is guaranteed to be found. We'll be reading Psalm 33. We'll see God's Word in worship. We dare not separate worship from the Word of God, for we must worship in truth. The better we know the Scriptures, the better we'll be able to praise Him. We'll see God's Word in creation. God spoke the universe into existence, 
and His Word controls it. What a powerful word that is. We'll see God's Word in history as we read through this psalm. The nations may confederate and rebel against God, but you know what? His Word will prevail. Military strength is no guarantee of success. God has a plan for the nations, and He will fulfill it. And we'll see God's Word in your life. The Word that created and controls the universe can also control your life. When you trust His Word and obey it, all the universe works for you. When you abandon that Word, all the universe works against you. Never fear the will of God, because it comes from the heart of God. Psalm 34, verses 1-10 through 10, A Psalm of David Regarding the time he pretended to be insane in front of Abimelech, who sent him away. I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak His praises. I will boast only in the Lord. Let all who are discouraged take heart. Come, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt His name together. I prayed to the Lord, and He answered me, freeing me from all my fears. Those who look to Him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. I cried out to the Lord in my suffering, and He heard me. He set me free from all my fears. For the angel of the Lord guards all who fear Him, and He rescues them. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who trust in Him! Let the Lord's people show Him reverence, for those who honor Him will have all they need. Even strong young lions sometimes go hungry, but those who trust in the Lord will never lack any good thing. Proverbs 21, verse 13 Those who shut their ears to the cries of the poor will be ignored in their own time of need.